Hello, my name is Taylor Arndt, and um, I am here today to demonstrate Xcode. Um, currently, we are on Xcode 8 and Swift 3. Um, and basically, uh, I just learned Xcode, uh, I would say a couple months ago. And I just want to do an introductory podcast because I feel like there are not a lot of um, new Xcode podcasts on the market for blind people. And so I want to show you some techniques that you can get started with Xcode. Um, basically, if you are not familiar with Xcode, it is a platform, or I should say, an integrated development environment that Apple has created so that developers can create apps for the Apple platform, including Mac, iOS, TV, watchOS, and other Apple products. Um, it is... I would say pretty voiceover friendly overall, um, and I would recommend that you have um, very advanced voiceover skills, as some of the commands I'm going to be addressing are very complicated sometimes, and so you need to have some fundamentals down, like interacting and so forth. Um, also, I would recommend that you download Xcode. Um, currently, I am running the Xcode 8 beta 2 or 3. Um, it came out February 20th, 2017. Um, I ran this from a DMG. You can go download it though, however, if you so desire, from the, um, from the Mac App Store. And, um, so, basically, um, you just type in Xcode and then you can download it. I would recommend though before you start this podcast that you do download it um, because the best way to do this podcast is to actually follow along with me because I'm actually going to be doing live code demonstrations. So, um, we need to get our stuff set up. So what I recommend is that when you open Xcode, of course, you're going to have to download some components and great jabbery juke. Um, so you're going to have to download some just things that, like, Apple makes you download. But once you're done with all that, um, you're going to get a, sc a welcome screen. Now, I don't have the welcome screen because I have used Xcode for the past few months now. And um, basically, the welcome screen just says, create a new project, create a playground. And I've actually really never messed with playgrounds because um, a playground is where you can just play with code. But um, I found them that it's kind of different from a real application, so I just started using real applications. But if you have messed with them, I guess, um, you know, you can do that too. But um, I recommend that you just start with real iOS apps um, because then you get to just learn. Because the playground can be a little bit different. So, um, I'm going to walk you through how to create a project. Um, now, actually, I should keep in mind, or warn you guys, that um, if you are not part of the Apple Developer Program, which you don't need to be f to develop Xcode, or, I mean, iPhone apps with Xcode, um, you are only allowed to create 10 app IDs per 7 days. So, I would recommend that if you are going to create app IDs in, in excess that you watch out because you don't want to be to the point where you cannot create any more new apps. So, 
for this reason, um, I'm actually going to show you how to create an app, but I'm actually not going to do it because I think I'm running low on my app IDs and I need to be able to save them. So, um, I actually have one already created, um, but I will show you how to do it. So, when you go into Xcode, you are going to do Command N. Command Option N for a new project and you're gonna get a templates chooser screen and you're gonna have to choose iOS because we're focusing on iOS apps in this podcast and then you are going to choose um, single view now single view is basically just what it's what the name implies a single view application so you're gonna do that you're gonna enter a name enter a company identifier. Now, this really doesn't matter unless you're really distributing. So I just put whatever the heck you want to put in there. And then um, hit next. Make sure you fill in the fields. Create. You can save it to wherever you want. And that's basically how you do it. Now, like I said, um, I'm not going to actually create one. I mean, I'm going to in future podcasts, but I'm running out of app IDs, and so I don't want to be stuck for a couple days, so because I have a free developer account, um, I have to be conscious about conscious about this. But um, once you pay for a hundred develop hundred dollar developer account through Apple, this is not an issue. Now, if you are under eighteen, um, I should mention that um, you will need to have a parent or guardian, I guess, be the sole discretion of your developer account until you reach legal age. So I would recommend that you just reach legal age and then create a developer account. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach legal age and then create a developer account. Um, I guess it just depends on what you want to do, but that's what I would personally do. But you can always learn first, and then I would create a developer account once I'm ready to distribute. So um, with with that out of the way, I'm actually going to jump in my Xcode now, and I'm going to get us set up. Now, there's a couple things that we're going to need to do to get set up. Now, I actually do not recommend, and I'm going to repeat this, I do not recommend using the simulator. Real reason? Not accessible with voiceover. Haven't found it to be effective. Instead, I recommend that you use your own iPhone. Now... People might be like, oh, using your own iPhone, no, it could be problematic. Yes, it could be problematic, but you're running it on a physical device, and thus you'll have voiceover to support you. What I mean by this is that you'll have voiceover, and it will read you what's on your screen to make sure that things are accessible. Now, the simulator, like I said, it's not accessible. I don't recommend it. So I'm actually going to show you, with a free developer account, how um, to do um, side loading. It's called basically side loading is defined as where you load apps that are not from the app store but are from your own personal I guess I'd say repertoire of apps on your iPhone. So I'm gonna actually just bust out Xcode and I'm just gonna open up a random project here just so I can have my Xcode open. Uh, so here we go. So let me sidebar. I keep my Xcode projects in my Dropbox. That way I have access to them. Um, 
Now, Hello World. I'm just going to open this Hello World project I made earlier. It's really nothing fancy. So I'm going to open. Oops. Alright, now, in your Xcode project, you have many different files. The Xcode project is what I recommend opening a lot. Um, so, of course my voiceover is being crazy and it won't shut up. But basically, um, I would recommend opening the Xcode Proj file because this is a file that you're going to be able to access your um, properties and your storyboard and all this stuff I'm going to get into later. But for now, just realize that when you make a new project, you're going to land in the Xcode file or Xcode project start a Xcode proj as voiceover pronounces it and um, I would recommend op always opening your projects from that file now um, like I said in order to get set up you go to um, you're going to do command option M for menu and um, you're going to go to window and then devices. Now, I also should mention that you should have your um, iPhone plugged in, or I guess you could use your iPad if you really desired to. You should have your iPhone plugged in via USB to your Mac when you are developing. Um, so I would recommend that if you do not have your USB cable thingy, that you go get it right now before proceeding with this podcast. Okay, so I assume you have your uh, USB thing. So now plug it in, of course. Plug your iPhone into your computer. And then what you're going to do is going to go to devices. So I'm just going to go to it. I've already done the setup process once, so I really can't do it again. But I'm just going to go to it and show you how to do it. So you go. Devices. Now. Now, it lists your devices, so it'll say my Mac, and then it says Taylor's iPhone. It's supposed to be Taylor, but you know, I don't know, I just screwed up. So, Taylor's iPhone. Taylor's iPhone, as voiceover pronounces it. So, it's basically here, and you, yes, basically, it's set up. So, let me, let's, let's listen to voiceover for a second, so that we can understand what's going on. So, we have a screen with our devices, and it's basically... It, all it is is with our devices like it just shows what devices we have plugged in and it of course also shows our simulators which again I do not recommend you using for development so I would only recommend you use a physical device if you have one I guess if you are sighted you can use a simulator but for a visually impaired developer I say simulators go bye bye don't recommend them so um now that we got that part out of the way so now just list your iPhone and your software up to date, your software version. Simulators. And then, of course, your simulators. Now, if you click on my device, you're going to have... Oops, sorry. Now you're going to go to the add button if you want to add a device. 
Um, like I said, I really can't do this because I've already added mine, but I'm just going to go there for the heck of it. Press add button. Device type. Apple Watch. Oops, well. And you can pair your Apple Watch with Xcode if you desire. Empty. Add button. Paired watches. Image. Table. No selection. In iPhone SE. Simulated iPhone SE. Nickname. And once there's a menu button and it says add device, add simulator, you want to hit add device and then you'll go through a setup process. And then partway through the setup process, it's going to say go to settings, general device, and you basically have to just trust yourself as a developer. It's really stupid, but just you just have to do it. And what I actually recommend is when you're in your project just run your thingy on your iPhone to make sure that it installs correctly before proceeding okay so we have that out of the way is, um, I'm gonna demonstrate now that we have our phone hooked up and we got our crap together I'm gonna demonstrate exactly how we start developing so um, bear with me um, like I said, you should have a new project created already. You should be already, like I said, familiar with some voiceover things. And you should um, also um, have a... I don't even know what I was going to say. But, um... What we're going to do is, we are going to start exploring some files. Now, um, later on, I'm hoping next week I can create a new episode again. But um, this time, I'm going to introduce you to one file and one thing. It's called the Project Navigator, and you hit it by, com hit it by going to Command 1. The Project Navigator is basically defined as where all your project's files are going to be. Now, there's a couple files that are very important. One, viewcontroller.swift. The viewcontroller.swift file is a file in your, um, your Xcode project that holds your code. And it's basically your source code base and your, where you're going to create your outlets later on, which I'm going to explain in more detail, so do not worry about those right now. This is where you're going to create all that great jazz. It's basically a link to from your storyboard. Main.storyboard is basically an interface builder storyboard document. What this means is it, it sounds fancy, but it's not. Basically, where you design your user interface. That's basically the simplest terms for it. And then, of course, um, there's some other files in there which are more for distribution. I'm not going to get into distribution in this podcast series just because I don't even know how to do it myself so why would I try to teach it if I don't know how to do it so um what we're gonna do is I'm going to basically um, explain how you add some controls and how you label controls now you want to label your controls because as voiceover users we all get annoyed when developers do not label their controls so you are not going to be the developer who does not label their controls. You are going to be a developer who makes things accessible. Now, I'm going to have a whole podcast on accessibility stuff, 
um, coming up later in this tutorial series. And this is where you will have your, like, we will explain voiceover hints and just different things. But for now, we're just going to learn the basic practice labeling. So, without further ado, um, hit Command 1. So I'm going to do it now. Oops, not that key. Show Project Navigator. Show Project Navigator. Now, interact. Main.storyboard. Commando. Open. Now, I would stop interacting with everything at this point, and I would find something called your document outline. Now, when you first create a new project, your document outline or your view controller is going to be collapsed. So to expand it, you are going to do command backslash. And there's a thing called view UI view, and that's also collapsed, but that's actually where all your controls are going to go. Now, I had an issue last week where I could not get any controls on the screen. The main reason for this, they were not inside the view UI view. Inside the view UI view, there are some, like, I guess you want to call them layout guides that basically guide your controls. That's where all your controls need to go. So, um, expand those. Um, so now what I'm going to do is... Editor area, so there's an editor which is where you are going to have your um, main.storyboard open, so I'm going to interact with editor. So now that I'm back, um, we are going to do adding a button. So we're going to stop interacting with everything. So like stop with three levels or so. Inspector, this is where you're going to find the attributes where you can change height, width, all that great jazz. I'm going to get into that in a little bit, so just hold on for that. But the next thing we want is a library group. Library, interact. Object library, this is where all your objects are going to be, such as text fields, buttons, tab bar controls, image views, whatever you want. It's going to be here, so, so command... Um, check it. Library interact. Oops. We want button. So, um, we have our button. We are going to do command option F5. It says button. Voiceover says button out log. We're going to do command. Option shift space. Mouse down on button. That's a good sign. And then we are going to do command J. Command option J. Document outline. You want it to say Xcode has new window. This is a very good sign that you're in the right spot. So we are going to now um, listen to figure out where we are. We want to expand that button. Top layout guide. This is where I was talking about the view UI view. 
All your controls must be nested under here. I repeat this. All your controls must be nested under here. If they are not, you are going to run into a nice little issue and it's going to frustrate you. So, just remember, they must be nested under here. Now, button, there's an unlabeled button. Each control has its own unlabeled button. So now you're going to let up on your mouse, command, option, shift, space. Button level 4. Amazing. Now, to confirm it worked, command R for run. Oops, uh-oh. We didn't want that to happen. Oh, great. Oh, right. Oh, you know what? That's when I accidentally hit the wrong button when I was trying to go to the project navigator. No problem. It happens. So we're going to go back to our view controller. At least I am. Oops. I'm going to go back and fix this real quick. Editor. Try that again. That was a stupid error of my Build succeeded. Perfecto. Now, if you have your iOS device hooked up, it's going to launch on your iPhone. And let's see if it works. Button. Now you notice it's unlabeled, don't you? Yup, it's unlabeled. Kind of bugs me. It'll bug you too. So we're going to fix that right now. So, um, I would love you to go back to your, um, to your document outline. Now, you're going to select it, command option, space. Now, remember the inspector I talked about earlier? This is exactly where you want to be. So to the left of the library group is the inspector. There are attributes inspector, which controls attributes such as name and title. And then there are other things such as outlets, which I'm going to discuss in further detail in the next episode. Inspector. Attributes. Inspector pane. We want button disclosure group. Interact. Button. You backspace to where it says title. I'm just going to put um, introduction. Now, save. Command S to save. Now, a tip about running. Sometimes it doesn't run very well when it's inside the inspector pane. So, I would get out of the inspector pane completely, stop interacting, and run. 
Now I call the introduction just so I could see what it was like. Now the build succeeded. So let's see what we got now. Okay. Now sometimes it doesn't like to save, so you have to finagle with it. Don't ask me why, just stop interacting with everything again. And try it again. Don't ask me why that happens, but it does. It happened again. What the heck? One more time. Okay, now. Now, if it keeps happening to you, I'll go back to your main dot storyboard completely. Usually, this doesn't happen, but this is what I would do in that situation. Boom. Introduction. You just labeled your button. Now, I hope you guys found this really useful. Um, I'm going to end this episode here, but um, you can contact me in a few different ways. Um, my Twitter is at TaylorArnt22. Um, I have a email address, which is tay, T-A-Y-A-R-N-D-T, at gmail.com. Or you may also... Um, Check out my website, which I'm actually going to post because it's a very long URL. And it's kind of uh, ambiguous, so I'm not going to say it over the podcast. But feel free to check out my website. Um, pretty soon I'm going to have some accompanying code samples and some other tutorials. So just feel free to check out my website. I'm going to post that, that there. But um, if you really like this or you want have any comments, please feel free to contact me. I will respond to any requests. Um, if you would like to see more from me, please let me know. Thanks, and I will see you next time.